it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Theme Park Stand Podcast, episode six. What's up, Chris? How's it going? We're good. How about you over there? Well, um, I've had better days, I'll be honest, but... It is what it is, and maybe I'll go into that in a little while. Yeah. Um, what am I? I looked up. Oh, what am I doing? First, I guess, let's start the episode with some shout-outs here. I only what have really it? one shout-out, and that is to the drunk riders, and I was absolutely livid for most <laughs> of the episode. The only thing that we covered the whole episode was Mike saying that he likes Holiday Berlin coffee from Wawa. Chris, have you ever had Holiday Blend coffee from Wawa? Well, we don't have Wawa's in Ohio, so I have to go to Pennsylvania and get Holiday Blend coffee. 10 out of 10 recommend. It's the best. It's so good. No, but um, if you guys haven't listened to the Drunk Riders, they had Ryan from Dorney Park on their podcast this week. um, And all four of them agreed to torture me about Talon and just refused to talk about Talon the whole entire episode. And it was, it, it was an amazing episode, but they they knew exactly how to how to get me going. <laughs> that is great. And yeah, shout out to the drunk riders and Ryan from Dorney Park. Yeah, always a shout out to Ryan at Dorney Park. Like our favorite media person. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right. um there are yeah, there and other than that, we have some Things to go over news related wise. Uh, Area Force One, op- uh, op- is it open fully now or is it just the media day they had? No, it's open fully. I think it opened. I think it opened the day of the media event, if not the day after. Okay. Um, and I know there was a lot of people that we knew down there that day, and that thing looks awesome. It. I'm starting to change my opinion a little bit now that I have like people that I really trust saying that they like it. I can't get over those, those bunny hills at the end really remind me of all those bunny hills at the end of steel force, which we all know is like not my favorite thing in the world. Steel vengeance. Oh yes. That's what I meant. Steel force. (laughs) I love you. Steel vengeance. Um, It reminds me of those bunny hills at the end of steel vengeance and I don't know. Like, I want to keep it over mine. I just, I don't, I don't know. I feel better now that I've seen people. Yeah. Riding it. Right. And I would have to say after seeing so many different people say um, good things about it, I feel like it might not be the very best RMC, but is definitely maybe top tier. I could see that. Um, I could definitely see that. I'm trying to keep an open mind because I, I do think that I do think it has the potential to be very good and it has the potential to be the best out of the more compact RMCs for sure. Um, yeah, I don't, again, I feel like I'm very spoiled riding Iron Gwazi as much as I've ridden Iron Gwazi. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I still can't wait to go down there and ride probably Area Force One on my way down to Florida. Yes, that's what I'm going to be doing in two weeks. So Nice. Heck yeah. Hopefully I get to ride it then. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yep. 
It will be. I'm trying to see. I have this in front of me. Does it have the opening dates on here? Yeah, it opened on the 31st, which, if I remember, was Friday. Right. Yep. You're right. Mm -hmm. Which I don't even remember when the media day was either. I am a little out of it today, guys. We're we're <laughs> a little slow today's episode. <laughs> It's, it's all good. that I mean, long to figure out the opening day on the Wikipedia page, and it's the third thing down. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Airy Forest One is open. Go get your rides on it and let us know what you think. Yeah, definitely keep us updated how you guys feel about it because we definitely have an open mind. Chris is and, excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the, the next art item uh, up for talking about here is Tundra Twister. Is they released what was it like a PO well, not a POV but some sort of animated video Canada's Wonderland if anybody doesn't know a huge I don't even know what manufacturer Mondial I think some sort of massive top scan that looks yeah. sickening <laughs> it looks absolutely awful <laughs> I'm not even lie. that looks like I would rather die yeah that if anybody doesn't know it's this huge pendulum thing that swings and each there's like two cars that also like rotate while it's swinging so it's just like it's i would say all out disorient disorientating ride <laughs> yeah it it looks like it's going to be rough like i i think it looks like it's going to be very hard to stomach very hard to stomach. It's I'm kind of surprised that that's going in after we saw like we saw Bush Gardens Tampa introduce that milder side of the um I I can't even think of the name of that ride. It's, it's Serengeti Flyer. They mm -hmm. it's kind of funny to see some parks that are doing those milder introductions um to appeal more family friendly. And then you have Canada's Wonderland that's really going in with a bang. I don't think there's any way to make this mild. This is going to be a rough ride. Yeah. And I'm trying to get this um, conversion here. So the it's going to be 154 feet tall. And <clears throat> I think going about 47 miles an hour <laughs> while you're spinning all sorts of different directions that that's a hard pass for me. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, I'll probably do it once, but that definitely seems like a pass for me too. That's, <laughs> that seems nuts. It is though. I will say that that's going to be a really cool looking area. Like, cause I, isn't that where the family coaster is going to like right there? I think so. I think it's going to look really cool. Um, yeah. But I'll just, I'll probably stick to to looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I mean, definitely going to be awesome for video taking. It looks like people can walk right up to it almost. At least if it's, if it's going to look like what the, the little video they shared, animated video shared. Yeah, and their concept art, like the photos of the concept art also look like that. It looks like you're going to be able to get very close to it. Yeah. Um, oh, also, it's. It's not the kitty coaster behind it. I don't know why I didn't even think about this. It looks like it's right in front of Yukon Striker. Yes. Okay. That's it is gonna be really pretty to look at. Yeah, that whole like Canadian countryside type theme, I think, is what the, I think that I think that's what they go or they're going after. 
it makes sense because it's kind of unique. Yeah. Who else has that? Yeah. Pool. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting for sure. I'll probably ride it once, but that that thing well, you, seems wild. You let me know. I know. Uh, oh, who is it? Josh from Station Weight said he'll be up there soon. <laughs> I think, and he'll report back. <laughs> I was like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> you can have it's one of those that. ones that I'm just going to completely skip, and I don't need that credit. Well, it, I, I don't think I'd consider that a credit. This is a stretch. Like, the demon drop argument, this this is a stretch. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying a roller coaster credit, but if, like a oh, flat okay. ride credit list. If you go, if anybody has a flat ride credit, credit list you can leave that one off mine okay <laughs> yeah okay yeah and then i mean also out of cedar i feel like we're talking a decent amount about cedar fair already um aeronautica landing is opening this weekend it opens on friday i'm yep. kind of excited to see that area the theming looks really good yeah that that looks really awesome much needed i think we talked about this a little bit in one of our prior episodes uh but it was much needed in that area of the park yeah, it's I'm very excited to see like the final products for it for sure. I I can't wait to see to follow along on that media day and just get some insight. Are they updating that is it plants vs zombies they have there? Is that or is that going to be the same? I have I no remember. idea. I don't even know what you're talking about. There's like an uh, there's a little theater back in that area that used to like during the Paramount days they had like Days of Thunder and I think maybe James Bond or something like that. They would have these little chairs. It's a motion like motion simulator ride, kind of like thing. It was in a theater. Oh, I and, see it. Yeah. Yeah, and I I assume that's going to be the same. I don't think they mentioned anything about updating that. But it's back in that area, so I thought it was going to be changed, but I guess not. What? This is what I really want to go ride. This. I had no idea this existed. If I'm being completely honest, it's like yeah. a shooter game, and yeah, what? I hope that's still a thing. Maybe even if they retheme it. I don't know. That looks like super fun though. Yeah. I didn't get you know, I didn't go do that both the times I've been at Carowinds, but I've heard decent things about it. It looks really cool. I like that it's a shooting game that's not like an omni mover or similar. Mm -hmm. Um and it kind of reminds me more of that minions ride at Universal. Like that's that arena setup, I really like it. I yeah. wait. The it doesn't say whether or not it's being replaced. I really hope. I really hope it reopens with that section. Like even if it's re-themed, that's a really unique and a cool ride. I think. Yeah, I think the outside of the building fits in a little bit with the kind of themeish the theme that they're going for there. I don't. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I don't think it'll stick out like a sore thumb. Which is good. Perfect. And I hope they keep it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, other than that, I just wanted to say one quick thing. Um, for those that don't know, um, my dog recently passed away. So that's why we're kind of a little off kilter this uh, this episode, maybe, at least for myself. Um, so I just wanted to shout out to my dog, Maverick, and just say that I love him. So anyway, there's yeah, that. Really I just wanted to do that for him. We release video, then Mavericks. Maverick stays with you in your poster every yep. time. 
There he is. <laughs> we'll think with them ever, or think about him every episode. That's right. And and another thing is I I know that uh, Coaster three six five with Brian he did uh, today is the I think the final four of voting, and I had to vote for Maverick just for the sheer you know issues of what's going on. But I even though I picked Velocicoaster, my vote still went with Maverick. Yeah, I don't blame you for that one at all. Yep. I saw your comment on his post and I was like, oh man, I wish I didn't. I, I was like, I wish I saw this before I casted my vote. Take it back. It, it's okay. It was as long as I did it, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Brian did it too. Brian has, Brian is a big softy. That's what we love about him. Yep. But yeah, um, so. Let's get to the meat of this episode because I think I'm very interested to hear what all happened this past weekend with your trip to Hershey. Yeah. So it was like a fairly chill opening day, if I'm being honest. Um, Hershey wasn't supposed to have good weather. It was supposed to be raining and miserable all day. It was supposed to be hot, but raining and miserable all day. Um so we weren't really expecting much. Like I wasn't even, when I was driving to Hershey, I had everything saying that there were high wind warnings and everything. So I'm like, we're not even going to get on Storm Runner. Like we're not going to ride anything. It's going to be, it's going to be one of those days where we walk around the park, we experience the opening day, maybe ride some indoor rides and head out early. Um, for the most part, it ended up being a beautiful day. Um, I, we still didn't do too much riding because it was Hershey opening in the spring is the best, but Hershey ops in the spring are very slow, which you would expect. They're running with a smaller crew, um, but very, very slow to get on rides. Storm Runner, we were in a line that like in the normal season probably wouldn't have lasted 15, 20 minutes in Storm Runner, and it was well over 30. They were only oh. running one station, one train. So it, it was a little rough. Sky Rush had two trains though, and Sky Rush was hauling on Saturday. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't even know if we did anything else the first day we were there. We did go to Chocolatier. If you haven't been to Chocolatier, I, the, me and Chris, I think, talked about it before. Chocolatier is like way up there on my list. They have these chocolate barbecue wings that are like, <laughs> chef's kiss chef's kiss <laughs> um so how is wildcat's revenge how close can you even get to that area um you can get like next to the station you can get like next to the station but like we didn't get that close you can see much more from out in the parking lot it's really starting to look good yeah. Um, and one thing I didn't notice that you could see, so everyone has pointed out the fact that you can see the old structure versus the new structure on what used to be the lift hill, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize they still had like, they still have the sides of the track in the top of that old structure. Like the track isn't physically there. But you can see, like, the very clear opening and the longer boards on the side um, with, like, the places to put your feet. You can see that very clearly on that um, in that spot where the new structure and the old structure, structure separate. I don't know how I didn't notice that before. Um, 
but it was really cool to look at. But it's it's looking good. It really is. I don't feel like it's progressed that much since we were there. Um, but it's getting there. It's yeah. slowly but surely. They haven't announced any opening date yet, have they? No. Yeah. This is the one thing with like watching RMCs being built is I feel like they start and it's like go, they go in hot and they're like LFG, like let's go. And then they get there and it's like, it just like almost halts. And then you're sitting there watching it and you're like, what is what? Why? I want to watch. <laughs> uh, I I can't wait to get there. Get to that park. Yeah, I can't wait to ride that ride because there are not many. All right, I'm going to be honest. I, we have all, we're all here and we know this. I, I do not like wooden coasters. I don't have that many good wooden coasters under my belt. There are very few that I like. There are very few that I wish to ride like ever. But I will say that Wildcat was at like the top of my list of most hated since yeah. I was little. It was yeah. awful. It was awful. So I'm so, I'm so excited for Wildcat's Revenge. I feel like RMC does that to a lot of people's least favorite wooden coasters. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Wildcat was bad. Like it's one of those few wooden coasters that I, I truly thought it was just going to fall apart under me. Yeah. Um, And I appreciate like it being, it was a, it's a CGI, right? Was it a GCI? I mix them up so much. Why do they have the it was, same? It was GCI's very first coaster. Yes. So I do understand the importance of that. I get it. GCI's first coaster. Um, but it was awful. Like <laughs> it literally felt like you were just like it felt like the structure was going to fall apart. The whole yeah. time. Oh, that's the worst. I mean, going if you were to ever get the chance to go back in time and ride Son of Beast, you would have felt the same way. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. <laughs> and with the history of like lawsuits and stuff from people like whiplash and breaking their backs and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, and I don't want to get too far off topic here, but like the, I think that what really, you know, solidified the closure of that is when that a piece of wood splintered and the train hit it. And I think it came to stop like on a dime. Going Wait, however, I didn't even realize that. What? It, was, it hit a splintered piece of wood. I don't know if it actually came to a stop or if it like just really like jolted them and like almost to yeah. a stop. But yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that was that was something. Yeah, that anyway. was a good choice, Kings Island. <laughs> Thank you, Cedar Fair. <laughs> yeah, that that can tell you how Kings Island was doing before Cedar Fair stepped in. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I know nothing about how they were doing before, but Son of Beasts. Yep, not good. Goodbye, buddy. Yeah. Anyway, back to Hershey. Sorry about that. Back to Hershey. Um, yeah, so that pretty much wrapped up our Saturday. It did start pouring rain when we got into Chocolatier. So we had a 5 o'clock reser reservation for Chocolatier. Um, so we ate. We had, of course, you can't go to Chocolatier without getting martinis. Um so we ate, got some chocolate martinis. Then it started pouring rain. So we were just like, at this point, it's pouring. The wind's supposed to be bad. We rode, we rode. I really think all we rode was Sky Rush and Storm Runner. So we were like, that's fine. I, we got the two important ones out. I have no desire to ride Fahrenheit. Um, was everything open? 
for the most part, Great Bear wasn't. Yeah. I think Great Bear was really the only thing not open. Oh, and I don't think Lightning Racer was open. Okay. But, um. And Great Bear took over the top spot that day for uh, your favorite invert, right? Yeah. If you guys, um, you guys weren't following me and Lamps and Coaster, we like switched favorite inverts. Um, however, I did absolutely awful. I did awful at pretending that Great Bear was my favorite invert. At one point, I saw like I started seeing Thuzies all throughout the park because I'm like, of course, it's like we're at Hershey on opening day. Of course, like the Northeast Thur Thuzies are all here. So every time I saw someone that I thought was a Thuzie, I was like under. <laughs> Chris, you have not been in the park, but there's this really nice walkway like next to Skyrush's break run. And Skyrush's break run is like really elevated. And I was literally standing there and I was like, hey, have you ever ridden Talon at Dorney Park? And I was just like screaming it to all the people at Skyrush <laughs> that I thought would be Thuzies. <laughs> And then I did the same thing. The whole time Brandon is sitting there and he's like, you're supposed to be asking about Great Bear. You're doing so bad. <laughs> Your love for talent goes so deep that you can't even pull off an April Fool's joke. <laughs> I couldn't even pull up for, I even forgot to take a picture in front of Great Bear in my Great Bear shirt because I was having so much fun. Just like, I was literally like, I saw a coaster shirt and I was like, have you ever ridden talent at Thorny Park? <laughs> I did, however, anytime, um, one thing Brandon does with Great Bear is anytime someone says where, he responds with Great Bear. So I did take that over. So whenever anyone asked where, I would go Great Bear. So that <laughs> part I did. Um, but the rest of it, I did awful. <laughs> I was not doing good. So what did you eat at Chocolatier? I did the chocolate wings. So they have chocolate wings, but the sauce the barbecue sauce has chocolate in it and then a um, short rib flatbread, which also had the same barbecue sauce mm. and some like onion. And that was very good too. Um, yeah. But those wings, if you're going to Chocolatier, you had them with me too, Chris. Yep. 10 out of 10 recommend those wings. They're so yep. good. Same here. They're delicious. Yeah. So that's what we ended up eating there um and chocolate martinis and then headed out for the night we did go back the next morning too um we weren't there long i think again we only rode sky rush so we actually our plan that day was to ride sky rush and and candemonium at least because i had to come home to pick up ahsoka and again it was a really nice day it was a little cold at the beginning but it was really beautiful we ended up eating and riding Skyrush and then Candemonium, I guess Candemonium was closed for win that day. I have no idea, but Candemonium, I've never seen it like backed all the way up to, to not the fountain, but like if you walk in past the fountain, like where you go to walk into the ride, they have like a whole walkway there, Chris. And that whole walkway was closed. Like they had it barricaded off with employees standing there saying you couldn't go down that way to the store or to the lockers or anything. Wow. Um, so yeah, no candemonium for us, just more sky rush rides. We were had a very sky rush weekend. Um, my thighs are a little bit bruised. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, like it was a good opening weekend for Hershey. I think that the second day got pretty busy. Um, and I think that had a lot to do with like anyone who is in the Northeast and is following weather. Um, Six Flags Great Adventure ended up closed on Sunday. Um, from they ended up getting more wind than Hershey did, and they had Jersey had four tornadoes touchdown, and one of them was like right next to the park. Yeah, um, I, I was reading how much like damage there was at the park. Oh, I didn't even see damage at the park. I I believe what I was reading, if it was, I think there's like a bunch of trees down, like awnings and stuff. And just like nothing, I don't think anything, I didn't read anything about rides being damaged, but just like trees and signs and stuff like that. Okay. I didn't even read that much. Um, but yeah, they ended up closed on Sunday. And I think that contributed to Hershey being a little more crowded on Sunday. Yeah. For sure. But it still wasn't like for an opening weekend. I still don't think it was an awful weekend. If you're thinking about doing like in the future, if you're thinking about doing Hershey on like a opening weekend it i think it was really good they had their operations were good enough to get them through the day like it wasn't awful um but they were running like other than sky rush and maybe candy i don't think anything else had two trains on it and i could be wrong i wasn't paying that good much attention but it other was. than like wild mouse and laugh track i didn't even laugh track you can't like walk by and see yeah. Um, I'm assuming they had more than that though. <laughs> and I didn't even go over a wild mouse. Yeah. Cause I, I am 99% sure lightning racer was closed. And right now it's just wild mouse and lightning racer. And then you have to walk all the way back. Like there's no like loop around. Yeah. You're just like stuck at this dead end and you have to come back. Gotcha. So okay. it, that's the same reason we didn't go like the park side a while. Cat's revenge is over that way. And it's like, there's no reason to walk all the way over there just to walk all the way back. Right. Especially True when that. you're not doing Fahrenheit. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds like an awesome, awesome two days there. Definitely getting some Storm Runner and Sky, Sky Rush rides. Yeah. How many, I, how many rides did you get on Sky Rush? We were moving pretty slow. We we only did, I want to say three or four. We were moving pretty slow. Like our, we were more there just to experience the park for the day. To be honest, um, yeah. we have season passes, so we're like, yeah, like we wanted to go for opening day and we wanted to ride. But I was perfectly fine with three or four rides on Sky Rush and a ride on Storm Runner. Like, yeah, we can do that on a lower um, crowd day. So how many but, more rides yeah. do you need now on Sky Rush before you really know? You said it was like. 10 you needed yeah multiple people told me i need 10 so i think i need i'm gonna i'm gonna say i did three because i don't remember if i wrote three or four times um i think i need seven or i'm at seven so i think okay. i need three more rides to actually judge sky rush for what it is but as of right now sky rush does rank really high for me yeah um it's not the highest I think it's around six for me, maybe five. And it would be higher if it wasn't, oh my God, that thing murders your thighs. <laughs> I'm surprised it's, they haven't done anything about that. Like, Well, they I, already I, changed the restraints once. Did they? Hmm. It used to have different restraints and they changed the restraints. I don't remember the exact reasoning. I think because they were so uncomfortable. These ones are 
they're awful. Like that. And you don't even, the worst part is that like, you don't even feel the restraint staple you. Like you don't feel it at all. And then all of a sudden you get to like, there's this, there's this airtime hill that the exact one that I'm picturing is the airtime hill that has the piece of track that comes over it, like the opposite way. And you hit that one and you're like, oh my God, I'm in so much pain. Like you don't remember getting stapled. It doesn't hurt before then. And you finally hit that one and you're like, oh, nope, it's out. I'm covered in bruises from three, maybe four rides. Yeah, I'm assuming that in order to get any type of different restraints, they'd probably need entirely new trains, which that's not going to happen. Yeah. And yeah, and, and it's not even like they don't even offer anything similar to that. Those trains are super fun too. Like it's it's such a unique ride. I can't wait for you to experience it because it's such a unique ride unless you're in the center. Like I feel like when you're on those wing seats, it's so weird because you almost feel like you're just alone on the ride. Yeah. It's a very like, yeah, I don't really know how to fully describe it, but but you feel like you're alone. Hmm. And Interesting. It's very cool. It's a very cool. Experience. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm I will be there sometime this summer, so for sure. Yeah, you have to go cuz I think I think you'll like Sky Rush, but I think Storm Runner is going to be like that double flying snake dive or whatever. That is like one of my favorite elements. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, cuz I mean, while I'm out there, I I have to go ride Talon too, so. Yeah, you have to go ride Talon at Thorny Park. Not Talon 2 cuz that's not open until 2024, but Talon. Yeah. <laughs> OG Talon. I did also have someone speaking of how awful I was with my great bear joke. Um, I had someone message me on Instagram after and he was like, I thought I noticed you at the park, whatever. And he started following me and he's like, I thought I noticed you. And I was like, LOL, I'm going to assume I yelled something about talent to you. And he was like, yes, you absolutely did. And I, and he's like, and now I see your account and that's why it makes sense. And that's kind of how I found your account. And I'm like, great. I love you so much. <laughs> Talent at Dorney Park, guys. Talent at Dorney Park. Yep. I was I was also doing it on the break run. Like they, their ops were like, it's the first weekend. So obviously we expect their ops to be like a little a little off. Like they're very slow. Um I felt like I was on Sky Rushes. The good thing about Sky Rush, some of the trains, I think I was told some of the trains don't do it on all the seats, but some of the trains when you hit that final break run, the seats do pop, which is a great, like, it's, you probably end up with like this much space. Um, so it's like two or three inches. Wow. It's really nice. So you hit that break run, it pops open, your thighs no longer hurt. It's a nice relaxing weight. Um, <laughs> but I was literally like hanging out of the train. Like I was getting bored. So I was literally like hanging out of the train and waving to people and then like hanging out and like the same thing. I was finding people with poster shirts and yelling about talent at Dorney Park. <laughs> if you heard a crazy girl yelling about talent by Sky Rush, that was me. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Yeah, but that was the weekend. Nothing crazy, super chill, but it was still very fun. I highly recommend it. Oh, and last thing, we don't have to like super go into this, but um, Hershey opened a new cheesesteak place in the park over by Jolly Rancher Remix. And we tried that and like 
in the world of Philly cheesesteaks, it was like not a bad Philly cheesesteak. So if you've never been to Philly and you want a Philly cheesesteak, I recommend. I think it was called like the Cheesesteak Co. Like super simple, very greasy cheese. I I did a cheese with huh. or a whiz with and it was perfect. Mm, sounds good. Very like good cheese greasy cheese. <laughs> yes, I highly recommend it. But that wraps up my Hershey trip. Oh, it sounds like a great time. It sounds like really fun. Yeah, it was definitely up there. But I think that'll move us over to questions. Woohoo! LFG. LFG. All right. So question number one, we're going to start with Bryant from Coaster365. Um, name a park that's not on your radar to visit this year that you might end up at anywhere. Anyway. Um, hmm. If I, I have two that come to mind and one would be holiday world just because it's kind of close and I've only been there once and it was, uh, it was in 2021 and Thun when I went Thunderbird was down because it cracked a footer <laughs> crazy. Um, but yeah, so I still need the Thunderbird credit. So I think, you know, that would be one that I don't think I'm going to, but could end up doing it. And then the other one would be American Dream if I'm out that way for Hershey and whatnot. So could be that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, for me, I think this one for me is probably going to be Six Flags America. Because they're I've never felt a desire to go there. I still don't have a desire to go there. I feel like on a whim sometime this summer, there's a very good chance I'm gonna go. I have a meal plan and I have a um pass that's good there so let's go to six flags america um superman right that's is that their is that the best ride there i don't even know i i'm i don't even i think they just have a bunch of acomas i keep saying that though (laughs) and people are like no they don't have a bunch of acomas i think they have like one vacoma slc and i'm like they have a bunch of acomas they all suck I don't know, uh, but like imagining Six Flags ride ops at a park that doesn't have even have coasters that are worth it. Like, I feel like Six Flags ride ops are awful at Great Adventure, but like I'm getting on King to Con, I'm getting on El Toro, and there's exceptions to that. I've had some good crews, but for the most part, like their ops are so slow. But then, like, you have good rides. If I'm going to Six Flags America and the ops are slow, I I'm not lasting an hour at that park. I mean, at least you'll have you'll have Superman Ride of Steel, which is awesome. So, I mean, I've is never that been the there. Hyper? It's yeah, it's the the intermittent hyper. Yeah. Okay, I didn't even process they had one of those there. Um, okay, so yeah, at least you I have something Superman. that you can look forward to going to riding or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna say Six Flags America. That's my okay. Well, um, the next question comes from Coasting with Culture. And this is for Jen. And it says, and he asks, Dorney offers you a platinum pass priced for one year, but is good for five years. The trade-off is that you can't ride Talon for the first four years. Do you accept the offer? No. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Ryan and Dorney, I love you. (laughs) 
I won't. I the number of times that I use, I just got a Cedar Fair pass for the first time, and already over half of the times I've been there, I have walked in, rode Talon and Demon Drop, and walked out. I I can't go for just Demon Drop. I need Demon Drop and Talon. <sighs> I. I yeah, I you know I would probably do the same thing. I I wouldn't be able to do that because if the roles were reversed and I wasn't able to ride possessed, <laughs> I'd have to be able to ride it. Imagine making this decision off of an intimate impulse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, passion runs deep for intimates. I know. Ugh. I know my passion runs deep for intimates too, but I'm definitely putting this B and M invert over <laughs> that. I intimate impulse you might be right but <laughs> they're fun but like man i know all right you can't have two talent lovers because that's the, that, that you know that's you that's your you thing can have demon drop demon drop is the best demon drop is the best ride slash maybe credit no one really knows it's the best of that park come on and it's the only one left in the country I'm going to convert yeah. you to a demon and it's an intimate. So you have I mean, zero excuse. I mean, I've, you know, I've been on demon drop many times and yeah, I mean, I'll try. I'll, I'll, I'll show love for both of the intimates there. Okay. That's fine. And then I'll make you pick one after you actually ride both of them together at that park. Cause you okay. rode both of them at different parks. Yeah. So maybe the credit, maybe the value of the credit changed now that I didn't even realize that they're <laughs> both I the intimates I have for, credits at other parks but now i need them at this park let's yes. do it lfg lfg maybe we're gonna revisit this topic after um chris makes it to dorney park to get the new locations of those credits yep um all right so let's move on so we have aaron smith he asks what are some of your biggest pet peeves about theme parks and how would you change them hmm this one was kind of hard for me a little bit because some like the first thing that comes to mind is staffing, but that's not always the park's fault. Um, I mean, I guess they could pay more and people might want to work there. Um, but pet peeves. My biggest thing might be just with some parks would be the food quality because I've been to a few parks where that was not good. That was not good at all. And how would I change them? Uh, to be honest with you, I like how Cedar Fair has chefs that are in the parks. And some of them, you know, like Kings Island, the food there is amazing. And uh, Chef Major is awesome. He's done great things for Cedar. He, and he's going to do great things for Cedar Fair. I think he's corporate now. Um, but yeah, that would be my first. I think that would be my biggest pet peeve is the food. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that one. I don't, when there's bad part, um, food, like for me, part of the experience of a theme park is going to the food. So mm -hmm. having bad food is definitely not, not it for me. Like that's one, definitely one of my biggest pet peeves about Six Flags Parks. I've never, like it's theme park food for sure. Um, and it drives me nuts. But I would probably say, and this is going to come from an angle that's a little little different, so you probably don't have much experience with this, but, like, I hate when people aren't, like, my biggest pet peeve is when employees aren't trained or parks make it hard to get an ADDA pass, um, but 
I know people or have seen people get them at the same parks who have admitted they don't actually need them. Mm. That is my biggest pet peeve. Like I still can't get approved at Six Flags to have a pass, even with the dog. Um, so I know I mentioned this on the first episode. If you're just tuning in, I do travel with um, my Corgi. She's a task trained cardiac and medical alert dog. And she, sometimes I have her and they still, they use this exterior website. The exterior website says that my doctor's no, my prescription is not valid for a pass and they won't give it to me. And I know like 10 people who have it that are like, oh yeah, I just like got a note from a doctor online and now we're here. Wow. Um, and I'm like, I'm literally walking around with a service animal that now can't wait in line. Like she can't wait in line with me because she can't cross the platform. So it's like, I literally don't have a choice. Like I can't ride stuff at these Six Flags parks when I have her. Huh. Um. I would change them just like uh, changing them is really hard because there's some parks that do it really well and there's some parks that do it really poorly. Um, And in trying to enforce it, you do end up like really causing more problems for the people with ADA. But yeah, this is a lot. We could go into it another time. (laughs) I think there's going to be some sort of some sort of training that should be had. Right. I mean, is, yeah. is there something like that, that they, that these parks should be doing? There's certain questions they should ask. And there's certain things that like, it's really hard. So this is the same thing with the service animals. It's really hard because you cross this line of like, what is HIPAA? What is violating HIPAA and what is not violating HIPAA? Yeah. Um, and you have some parks where you walk up and you say, I need one. And they say, okay. Um, which just for the sake of what we're talking about, I'm not going to mention which parks they are. Um, but I've had some where I walk up and I say, I need it. They barely ask me any questions. They hand it to me. I'm done. Um, where I've had other parks where I've had an experience, like one I can think of right offhand is my first time ever getting one for Disney World. Um, I had the cast member literally bring me to tears and telling me that uh, Ahsoka was alerting because I was shaking because she was giving me issues. And Ahsoka wouldn't stop alerting. And eventually, if I keep ignoring her, she's trained to bark. Um, and she then continued to like fight me and tell me that she wasn't trained because she was barking at me. Um, and I almost walked out of that room without a pass. I actually ended up leaving and then coming back and getting a different cast member. And I'm like, I need, I need this pass. It's 95 degrees. Like I, I need to get into the air conditioner sooner with my, like, I also have issues standing in line. Um, but especially when I have the dog, it's like even more prominent. I'm, I can't be in 95 degree weather, um, yeah. sitting in exterior queues. Um, but yeah, we'll have a full episode. I'm sure at some point. Yeah, about for sure. Issues. Sounds good. So the next question comes from, is it coaster cuzzies? Is that how you pronounce Is that how he pronounces it? Cuzzies, I believe. Cousies. Okay. I think. Well, Anyway, oh my God, I'm said, sorry. We love you. I love your podcast. I always just thought it was cousins. I don't know. But maybe I'm making up the other one that wouldn't. Maybe I'm I am. naturally a blonde, guys. Maybe I am. I don't know. Anyway, he says Talon melts due to global warming and you can't replace it with another Talon. What do you replace it with? An intimate multi launch. 
You stole my answer. Yeah. This is the theme park stand podcast official answer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I agree. You can also have a second answer, Chris, but. Well, what what's your go into your reasoning on why you would add an um, Intin and multi launch? Because it's a small park, they don't have much room for expansion. It can't be super loud because of their location. So, I probably even with the sand and the particle, whatever they put in the BNMs, they're still pretty loud coasters. Mm-hmm. And granted. A multi-launch can be pretty loud too, but if you enclose, like I think Maverick does a really good job in closing that second launch and it's really quiet. Um, it's not like super quiet, but it it's quieter than most coasters. And you're, you need some space for that that they don't have anywhere else in the park. Like there's other spots in the park where like, like if we're looking at a premiere, there's other spots in the park where I can say, you could throw a premiere in right here. There's spots where it's like you have small enough, like this is a big enough space. Like it's small enough that you can't fit anyone here, anything here except for like mm-hmm. maybe a premiere, maybe a um, Raptor, like something small where a multi-launch needs room. Also, I love Intamin. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go wild with this as my answer. And because there's nothing quite like it in the area, give, Dorney, a giga coaster, <laughs> a B and M giga. Let's do it. So, as much as I would love that, they don't have the space for it. No, they don't. But we'd make it work, right? Yeah. yeah if they, they could, if they could expand more, one hundred percent. That would one thousand percent be the answer. And it could be a small one like Orion. Just clone yeah. Orion, and there you go. Clone Orion, the one that everyone says is the worst one. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I mean, like, yeah, don't clone Orion. Don't do that. At least make it 300 feet tall. Yeah, it's not really a giga, right? But the drop is 300 feet. I don't know. I actually anyway, yeah, B and M giga. Take some. Take the best hits out of B and M's hyper or gigas, and let's 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 go for it. Yeah, I. I could see a Giga. A Giga would be a even a Hyper would be a good addition if we're being honest. But well, what is Steel Force? Oh, <laughs> I to be honest, I love you, Dorney. <laughs> if you guys can tell, like I really don't. I, I'm not. I feel so bad. Hyper coasters aren't super my thing. If I'm just being honest, they're not super my my thing. So like, I just keep forgetting Steel Force exists. <laughs> Right before we were recording this episode, we were talking about our shorts on YouTube, and I was like, "Yeah, the one that's we're next to Steel Force driving." Yeah. So we already yeah. talked about Steel Force. That's we've already I talked about, about it too. I was going to say Hyper, but I was like, "Oh yeah, Steel Force." Yeah, I forgot about Steel Force. Sorry, Ryan. Well, yeah, I'm so sorry. I, I mean, I don't think it's a secret. I don't think it's a secret. The talent is why I'm at Thorny Park. Exactly. Yep. Deep and drop. But I'm so sorry, Steel Force. I will pet you the next time I see you. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next one. I like I like this one. This one had me thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite premier rides coaster? From Cedar Kev. Cedar Kev. All right. Um I don't I can't recall off the top of my head which ones I've been on that are premier. But the ones that I think about is, 
it's a funny story because I rode them for a long time, rode this coaster for a long time. And then I went for a long time without riding it, thinking that it was terrible, but flight of fear, you know, either at King's dominion or King's Island, I rode it again for the first time in years this past season. And it was fun. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm actually giving a si similar answer. So I, I am going to say right off the bat, I don't think Revenge of the Mummy, Mummy can be counted in this because honestly, without the theming, it's not up there. Um, for me, Flight of Fear was a choice, but I actually think mine might be um, Runaway Mountain at Over Texas. That was one of the most fun family coasters I've been on. It had such good forces. Um, I was very, very surprised by that. And I definitely think it's up there for one of my favorite premieres. Um, I I can't confidently say this without riding Icebreaker without the comfort collars mm -hmm. that may pop up there because it, it does have some really good pops of airtime. Um, yeah. But as of right now, I think Runaway Mountain at Over Texas. So very similar to Flight of Fear. I think yeah. we're on the same page. <laughs> and I think maybe once once I'm out on the West coast and do West coast racers that could pop up there as well. Yeah. I feel like I just heard someone talking about the fact that West coast racers could be top tier if they don't have comfort collars though. Those dang comfort collars. Come on, premier. Yeah. Figure, figure this out. <laughs> I really, I, cause premier rides are good. Like, and I even, I would love to say Mr. Freeze, but it was just a little too janky for me to yeah. like come out. Like it was a little painful. So it's really hard for me to come out and be like, oh yeah, Mr. Freeze was great. I think that if it was taken care of better then yes. Um, I can't even remember if that had comfort collars, but I don't know. I just can't do the comfort collars. It's hard to get in and out of the, out of the trains. They're not comfortable. Like, oh my God, when they jab your neck, oh, that's awful. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, that's a no for me. Yeah. Well, um, moving on to our last question of the of the episode here. This comes from uh, MICU or Miku, something like that. Miku, I actually messaged him and I made sure I got the right um, pronunciation. Sorry, so should have really that. Miku. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He said M E K O O. So. Okay. So if you were to design a coaster. What five elements would be a must? I, this is a rough one. Um, I know. <laughs> this is a really rough one. So I definitely think, so I, I don't know if this would count as an element because this is such a hard one because I feel like depending on what the focus of the coaster is, this has to be um, something different. If it's speed, I need whippy banks like those Intamins, like on Maverick. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely need at least one Heartline roll. Again, if we're focusing on speed, I love when a coaster is going. I, all right, I'm just going to say we're focusing on speed on this coaster. I'd love a whippy heartline roll. I'd love those whippy turns. Um, definitely in the middle of all the chaotic craziness, there needs to be a stall. A stall on a crazy coaster is incredible. 
Um, can my drop have the same drop as Twisted Timbers? What do they call that? A barrel roll. Oh, well, that was, <laughs> I, I didn't know that had like a specific name going into the drop. Because I know on Gwazi, they call it death roll. Okay. Um, <laughs> guys, I'm tired. <laughs> so I would like the barrel roll instead of the drop, because I think that is a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And we can have some airtime hills, but I like when, I like when my airtime hills have a little more like ejector mm -hmm. um airtime as opposed to like a hyper where you have that very sustained airtime i like yeah. very quick pops can you just give me like an intimate that's gonna murder me like give me maverick on crack yeah <laughs> exactly um so my my five elements that i'm i'm adding to my coaster are what you just said um an ejector hill which if you think of like maverick's one hill where you're going up and over that after the first drop or, you know, and you get over there to Mavericks ejector hill, that thing throws you out of the seat, a speed hill, because those are really fun. And once you get to ride Orion, you'll know why. Um, a zero G stall got to have one of those. And the last thing is probably everyone's least favorite inversion, a Cobra roll. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm indifferent on Cobra Rolls. I really am. I'm very indifferent on them. But I was considering a Cobra Roll too because a good Cobra Roll that's taken care of, like mm -hmm. the first one off the hand, I know it's kind of hard to talk to like consider this one fully, but like Hulk's Cobra, Hulk's Cobra Roll is so good. It's so freaking good. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of Raptor and Raptors is pretty good too. Raptor's Cobra Roll is really good too. I think that if the coaster, like, I think that Cobra rolls suffer really bad when the coaster is janky. Yeah. Um, I think that's really a spot where like you can, it, it, if you change those restraints and you're not actually banging your head against the restraints, it's different. But when you're actually banging your head against the straight, the restraints, Cobra rolls are just not the easiest to maintain. I think. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if I've actually been in a Cobra roll that I haven't had and over the shoulder restraint. Is there any coasters that offer that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not very good in what has the new vest restraints. Yeah. And what has like the old school over the shoulder restraints, but I can imagine any Cobra roll would be absolutely fantastic with the vest restraints. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I fell in I fell in love with the Cobra roll riding Raptor so much. I was like, I love this inversion, but yeah, I I think that a zero G stall is really creeping up to be my favorite type of inversion. Oh my gosh. I need you to go ride Gwazi because the zero G stall is my, it's that in Copperhead. I think they're the only two coasters that I get off. And I'm like, that's my favorite element of the whole entire ride. Better than Velocicoaster stall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Velocicoasters fits in really well where Gwazi's doesn't yeah and not, i don't want to spoil it but like guazis this is all i'm gonna say but guazis zero g stall because of the pacing is so insane on guazi when you finally get to that zero g stall it almost feels like you're moving in slow motion huh. like it is the weirdest feeling it is the only time in that whole entire ride that you have like any relief 
and you just have this really like and it's not even relief you're hanging upside down like yeah but you have this really beautiful like almost slow motion just relief going through that and then it lasts for the stall and then it yeah. goes straight back to being absolutely insane until the moment that you hit the break run um and the same with like Copperheads is really like that. Obviously, that focuses on airtime, so it's different. But it's again, it's like very slow and graceful. Um, Velocicoasters is kind of like quick and snappy, and you like snap into it. Um, but yeah, Guazi's zero G roll is so far in all the coasters I've ridden. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. It is so good. I can't wait for you to do it. I can't wait for you to, you have to text me the moment you get off of it. I can't wait. Yep. That's going to be fun. Hopefully this fall. We'll see. Yeah. LFG. LFG. Well, LFG, we've made it to the end of the episode. So I hope everybody has a good rest of the week and we'll see you next time. Yeah. See you next time. This has been the theme park stand podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.